Hello world, it's Charmaine Campbell and I am back with another episode of Your Life Has Possibilities. Welcome to season two of Your Life Has Possibilities. This podcast is about your potential purpose and your spiritual walk. You should listen if you like straight talk, guidance, and a laugh here and there. Feel free to listen on your way to work, church, or while you're at the gym and or cleaning up. I'm super duper excited about today. We are now on episode number 21 of season two. So I want to talk about flashback Fridays. You know, if you're on social media and on Fridays, most people post their old school pictures, something about when they were young or something they did in their past and they put hashtag flashback Friday. Well, this podcast is Flashback Friday, in a sense, flashback spiritually and flashback historically with some things I learned. And so today I want to do a flashback, flashback Friday, excuse me, talking about good to the last drop. So episode number 21 is titled good to the last drop. I don't know. How many of my listeners drink coffee, but I started drinking coffee last December. And um, they always say that teachers and educators drink coffee. I would see a lot of my principal colleagues with a cup of coffee. And I was like, I don't know how they drink that stuff. But I started drinking it. I don't drink it all the time. I maybe drink it like once or two times a week, but it relaxes me and put me to sleep. I just don't want it to become a habit where I just need coffee, coffee, coffee. It's calling my name. But there's um, a most famous sip of coffee that ever was taken was good to the last drop. And so I know some of you are familiar with this famous tagline from Maxwell House. Some of you might drink Maxwell House coffee. But this was um, in the past, Flashback Friday. They had a lot of comforting commercials and they had a picture of hot coffee on a cold morning, people in a robe, and they were just like, ah, this feels good when they would drink the coffee in the morning. This makes you want to drink, um, brew a cup right now thinking about it, huh? But did you know that this simple tagline comes with a history lesson? That's right. So this phrase originated from none other than our formal U.S. president. That's right, Theodore Roosevelt, who while on a visit to Andrew Jackson's estate, the Hermitage near Nashville, Tennessee in 1907. This is how old this is. In 1907, he was served a cup of Maxwell House coffee and proclaimed it to be... Drum roll, none other than good to the last drop. So if we want to keep with this notion of flashback Friday, over 2,000 years ago, the most famous event ever to take place was our Jesus shed his blood for you and me. And his blood, my friends, is good to the last drop. Today on this Good Friday, I've been spending time reflecting and just thinking about God's goodness and thanking him for what he did on Calvary. And Good to the Last Drop is about the goodness of our Savior. His goodness lasts forever and ever. You know, God's faithfulness never runs out because he is good. 
and his mercy endures forever. And we know that today is Good Friday. And for those of my listeners who do not know what Good Friday consists of, here's the gist. Give you some more history. Good Friday um, is observed on the Friday that precedes Easter Sunday. And a lot of us don't call it Easter Sunday. We call it Resurrection Sunday. And it is a day when people remember Jesus' death on the cross. And many people that do this uh, are mostly Christians. And they celebrate this day by attending a Good Friday service. And this is where they read biblical accounts of Jesus' death on the cross. Um, Usually they do the, the seven last sayings or the seven last words. They may have a guest speaker come in. They may have a musical that will depict what actually happened on Calvary. So if you want to learn more about this um, from a biblical standpoint, I would suggest you read Luke 19. And so you guys know when I'm doing my podcast, I'm dropping a lot of nuggets. So hopefully you have your journal so you can write and take your notes. So yes, so if you want to do a deeper study, I suggest you read Luke 19. So you're like, okay, Charmaine, we know what happens in church, but what really happened on Good Friday? So this is what happened. Jesus was crucified with two thieves. And um, after doing some research, I've learned that some scholars believe the crucifixion actually took place on a Wednesday. And some scholars believe it actually took place on a Friday. So there's a debate there with some scholars. They present their reasons, their research, their evidence. But for me and my house, No matter what day Jesus was crucified, we know, I know that he died and rose from the grave. And since the day is not explicitly mentioned in the Bible, you know, we can assume that it's not at all important because we know everything that's put into the living word of God, it's intentional and there's a purpose. And so because the day isn't mentioned, I don't put a lot of weight on it. All I know is this event, This event that Jesus did, my Jesus that I love and serve, was the greatest act of love. The greatest act of love ever. And listeners, you may be thinking, how can this be Good Friday? And you might ask the question, is Good Friday really good? Um, For me, it may seem odd that people would celebrate that Jesus is life or he was crucified as good. Why would we deem that as good? Well, obviously the suffering Jesus went through on Good Friday was not good. That's obvious. And for that, we thank him and we praise him and we give our life to him because he didn't have to do it, but he did. And that shows his love. He was whipped. He was beaten, mocked and killed in a very violent way. I won't get into any of the gory details. You can read that for yourself. But after giving you all this information, you might still be asking the question, how can that be good? Well, for me, the results of Jesus's death is very good. It's beyond good. It's excellent. It's awesome. And that's why, my friends, I say his shed blood is good to the last drop. I truly believe... um, that with his blood, we're able to live. And this is why we can say today, by his stripes, we are healed. 
you know, you hear people say that, but it's not a cliche. It's because he endured so much pain and affliction that we live. And this is why we can ask God to cover us in the blood because when he died, he rose on the third day. So he's living, he's present, he's omnipresent every day. He is there. He made a covenant with us that he will never leave us nor forsake us. And we can talk to him as a friend. And that's why we can always say, Lord, cover me in the blood because the blood is alive. The blood still saves, the blood still covers, the blood still endures all evilness. And we have to remember that God is good. God is great. God is excellent. He is all-knowing. He is all-powerful. God is our peace. God is our love. God is our joy. God is our happiness. God is worthy. And I can go on and on and on. You can write your list. I suggest you write a list of what God or who God is in your life. Who is he to you? How do you picture him after knowing he endured so much pain and suffering and suffering in such a violent, demeaning, deplorable way for you to have life and life more abundantly? Hallelujah. For you to be able to walk each and every day in pure joy and happiness, no matter what's going on around you. You can stand on his word. You can stand on Ephesians 6, 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. We are indeed seeing evilness, my friends, today. This COVID-19 is ravaging our community, our world as we see it. And it is pure, sheer evilness. But friends, be encouraged because the God that we serve can do all things. And in his time, in his time, he's going to turn this situation around for our good. And we have to remember this in life. Um, as I was reflecting today in life, there's going to be pain. There's going to be hard times. Um, there's going to be trials and tribulations, you know, on your job, in your personal life, in your finances, within your family. Um, but it should not stop us from dreaming. It should not stop us from understanding that our life has possibilities. And I always drive that point home because sometimes when situations like COVID-19 can lead to depression, suicidal thoughts, or people dwelling on the negative, am I going to get um, support from being off my job? Am I going to get unemployment check? Am I going to be able to feed my family? Will I be able to pay my bills? And that's the enemy. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. That's the enemy playing on your thoughts. Any chance he can to, to, to keep you in a negative state of mind, he's going to do that and because he's doing his job. But I was reading a quote and it says an entire sea of water can't sink a ship unless it gets inside the ship. Similarly, the negativity of the world can't put you down unless you allow it to get inside of you. So don't allow this evilness, this negativity of COVID-19 to dwell on the inside of you. Don't allow the negativity of the world to stop you from the possibilities that God has for you. He has an open door for you to go through. And I want you to start putting your faith in Jesus. 
because his faithfulness, my friends, never, ever, ever run out. It is infinite. And he will never let you down. He gave his life so that we could have a second chance at life. That's what he did for you. And that's what he did for me. So keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. I want you to take notes on this quote. If you remember to keep dreaming, a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. So many of us have dreams, lofty dreams. Let me tell you something. God would not drop anything into your spirit that he would not provide provision for. I'm telling you that it may not happen tomorrow. It may not happen next week. It may happen three, five, 10 years from now, but it will happen. If, if you have received confirmation that this dream is going to come to fruition, put a date on it. A dream written down with a date becomes a goal. And a goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. And everyone needs a plan for their life. You want to pray and seek God first and ask him. Be blunt. Be honest with the Lord. When you pray, Lord, is this dream I'm writing down with this goal date what you would have for my life? Can you please drop into my spirit the plans you have for my life? And watch them start to unfold those plans for you. And you want to write down those plans into those small broken down steps. And you have to remember that a plan backed by action. So don't just be writing stuff down in your journal and thinking it's going to just hop off the page and become something. No, 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 no. That's not how it happened. A plan backed by action becomes reality. And what we are facing today, my friends, is temporary. It's temporary. This too shall pass. It's not going to last forever. And when we when we come to reality, we want to remember what I said in the last podcast is to live in your true self, your true identity, not your perceived self. Um, I was reading something about the Japanese and they say we all have three faces. And the first face we have is what we actually show the world. And the second face is the face we show our close friends and our family. And the third face is the one you never show people. It's the the person you don't want anyone to know. It is the truest reflection of who you are. But guess what? God knows all of your faces, including the one you will never show. Trust him and allow him to direct your paths towards your truest identity so that you can see your plans come to fruition. As stated, I want everyone to declare war against their false self-identity, okay? I want everyone to walk into their blessings. I want you to continue to bless the Lord at all times. And thank you, Jesus, for the blood. We thank you that your blood endures all things, all evilness, all trials, all tribulations, all negative thoughts, oh God. I ask that each and every listener is covered in your precious blood, Jesus. And we thank you because your blood is good to the last drop. I do hope that everyone was blessed by this podcast, episode 21. As always, I will let you know what I'm reading and I'm listening. I am reading Jonah, Navigating an Interrupted Life by Priscilla Shire. Um, 
And I'm listening to this song just dropped today by Joe Barnes and Naomi Rain. It's called Promises. Download it. Oh my goodness. It will bless your soul. Promises by Joe Barnes and Naomi Rain. And another song, I listened to this song on repeat yesterday because it was just playing over and over again in my spirit. Have you ever had a song like that that just plays over and over again in your head and you just start singing and humming it? You're like, let me just put this song on. Well, that's what Kiara Shear's new song, It Keeps Happening For Me, um, was doing for me. And so yesterday I played it over and over again. And I love this line she has in there. She's not going to apologize anymore for what God is doing in her life and that line resonated with me. I'm not going to apologize for what God is doing in my life. He's blessing me. And one thing for certain and two things for sure, my God that I serve does not have a respect to person. What he's doing for me, he can do for you. We have no reason to compete. We have no reason to be jealous or envious of anyone. Clap your hands, praise them, you know, tell them good job, kudos. I like what you're doing. You're a blessed. How did you do it? You know, ask questions. No need to apologize. If God is blessing you, you do want to remain humble because you don't want to get too full of yourself because then you're, you're operating in flesh and we, you know, you don't want to live a life where you're operating in flesh and God can't use you like that. So those are my two songs promises by Joe Barnes and Naomi rain. And it keeps happening by Kiara Shear. Please remember to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at your life has possibilities. Check out my website, www.yourlifehaspossibilities.com. Thank you. Thank you to all my listeners. Stay blessed and have a wonderful week. And I do hope that everyone is blessed on this resurrection Sunday. Remember to give God all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, and remember what he has done for us on Calvary. The greatest act of love is dying for us and our sins. And so that we may live again. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood is good to the last drop.